I'm Ben Perry, and you're listening to Mild Spoilers, a solo conversation show about film and television. On today's show, I'll discuss The Zone of Interest, directed by Jonathan Glazer, and All of Us Strangers, directed by Andrew Hay. And hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Mild Spoilers. I'm your host, Ben Perry. On this episode, I'll be discussing two phenomenal films from 2023, one of which has numerous Oscar nominations and one that miraculously has none. And we begin with the one that got shut out from the Oscars, All of Us Strangers. You were just a boy. And now you're not. No. You're totally different, but it's still you. You just heard a small clip from Andrew Hayes' All of Us Strangers, starring Andrew Scott, Paul Meskel, Claire Foy, and Jamie Bell. This film is a deep dive into trauma and the importance of mental health. Scott plays Adam, who is a screenwriter procrastinating his way through his life. In the seemingly empty new building he lives in, he has an arm's-length relationship with Harry, played by Paul Meskel. During what seemed to be routine fire drill tests in the new building, or maybe just a malfunctioning system, uh, Adam, who always evacuates, sees Harry, who doesn't, standing in his apartment window. Until one day, Harry makes their relationship real by showing up drunk to Adam's front door. The next day, we see Adam on a bus, taking a ride into the past to meet with his parents, who died when he was 12 years old in a car crash. What follows is a deep dive into what could have been and what can be, as he explores what his life would have been had his parents been around, and what can be, as Adam opens up in every way to Harry. What this film does in an hour and 40 minutes, it it makes you understand the need for therapy, especially if you've had a traumatic event during the course of your life, because it's apparent that Andrew Scott's character has had those moments and um, without these family therapy sessions that he has with the, uh, who knows what they are, the spirits of his parents and without the interactions with Paul Meskel's character, Harry, I don't think that Andrew Scott's character breaks through like he does at the end of this film. Um, He might be stuck still in that world of rehashing his childhood traumas. And that can't be done without the stunning cinematography, the gorgeous acting, and just the the heart-wrenching emotion that this film gives off. Um, especially the cinematography, which deserves a, sh- a shout-out here. The amount of times that we are stuck in these close shots where we feel like we are in the bed with Harry and Adam... We are dancing with them on the dance floor or we are interacting with Adam's parents. 
they really bring you into those scenes. But then there's times where they go wide with the shots and they let it breathe. They let the, the scene speak for itself. They let the acting speak for itself. And it's so rare nowadays to have that happen where the filmmaker trusts the audience enough to just let the film speak for itself. And Andrew Hay has always been wonderful at that. And uh, this is definitely no different. And even with all the things that happen to this character uh, of Adam and the way that it ends for him and for Harry, it's still a happy ending in a way because all of the traumatic stress that Adam is holding on to is kind of released by a method of catharsis through the conversations with his parents and the closeness with Harry and that psychological breakthrough akin to a dam just busting open. Um, it really, really feels, um, it just feels like the movie had a point and the point was made how this film gets shut out during the award season. I'll never know, but, um, here we are without any awards for this film. And it's a shame, but I definitely recommend that you go see this. Um, I'm pretty sure on Letterboxd I gave this a four out of five. Uh, maybe on a second viewing it might get bumped up to four and a half, but as of now it sits at four. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and I'll come back with Jonathan Glazer's The Zone of Interest. back and what you just heard was a small clip of the zone of interest trailer directed by Jonathan Glazer. The film takes an outside look at a family that lives just outside the walls of Auschwitz. Christian Friedel uh, plays Rudolf Hess, the commandant of the infamous concentration camp and Sandra Huller, who just starred in anatomy of a fall plays his wife Hedvig. The film unfolds like a stage play and it makes sense since Glazer got his start in stage There are cameras set up all around the compound, in the house, in the gardens, kind of tracking the movements of the family as they live their everyday lives. All the while, we hear the atrocities being carried out just beyond the wall that borders their front yard. The beauty of this film, and I I use that term begrudgingly, um, is the way it tells the story of this family as they garden around their property, they host parties, uh, do laundry and chores, and go about their everyday lives as if the genocide is a mere annoyance to their quaint lives. Uh, It's a disturbing look into that life, and a much-needed one, because most of the time we just hear the facts, the stone-cold facts of what happened during that time. We never get a look into the lives of those people, and um, 
this is a horrifying way to do so. And by the end of this film, um, Christian Friedel's character of Commandant Hess knows what he's doing is atrocious and has this moment of reckoning with his conscience and he almost has to choke down that little shred of humanity because he has to follow his orders and it's almost as if the duty takes over for decency and the horror of what he's doing takes over for his humanity and you can see it in his eyes you can see it in his body language you can just it's it's palpable on screen you can just see that there's a a glimmer in his mind that what this is doing to himself is is destroying his his whole belief system but in the end he still goes through with his orders and that is beyond me if this means anything at all. Sandra Huller said that she never, ever wanted to play a Nazi character because of what that represents. But what Jonathan Glazer is trying to do here was so important to tell this side of a story that Ms. Huller decided that this is something that has to be done. So she kind of put her personal feelings aside for the art, and I think that right there is is awesome and something to kind of herald and I think that her anatomy of a fall turn might be aided by this performance as well because she is phenomenal the little nuances that she gives Hedvig the way she walks the way she holds herself the way she addresses different people in the family it's a transcendent performance by one of the best actors I've seen in a long time. As most people have said, the sound of this film and the sound design is the true star. Um, the Oscars have recognized this. The Oscars are probably going to award this as they should, because without that sound, this film does not have the effectiveness that it does with its audience. And, uh, I don't know if sound has ever been so important before as it is for this film. And they did such an impeccable job of recreating these atrocious sounds, but also the small little moments that are the family moments. They really play off of the atrocities. And that's something that I, I can't even imagine. That's pretty fantastic of them to do. So all in all, two fantastic films, the different ends of the spectrum. One is a really introspective look inside the human psyche. The other is a window shopping view of one of the most hideous acts in the history of man. So putting these two films together was not a mistake. It was definitely imperative to try to just differentiate between the two styles of filmmaking. And I think going forward, there'll be two different films, um, not only stylistically, but also probably in content as well. 
because it lets those two films that I'll be talking about stand on their own merits. And I think that's really important to be able to show the different styles of filmmaking and to really honor the filmmakers and their original intentions. And with that, that brings us to the end of episode one. I want to thank you so much for being here and listening. Um, That really means a lot to me. Um, This whole idea was born from me starting to write reviews on Facebook and a lot of my friends urging me to get my voice out there. And I couldn't have done this without that urging. So thank you so much to all of you that pushed me to do this. Um, Going forward, we're going to be releasing new episodes every Friday morning for your drive to work to end your week on a good note. I go to the movies Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So that gives me a couple of days to process and record the new episode and then have them ready for you on Friday. Again, thank you so much for being here and listening. I hope you come back every Friday. And if I spoiled any films for you, I am not sorry because the name of this podcast is Mild Spoilers. Spoilers.